Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Hey there, folks. This is Matt Welch, sports editor with Star Local Media, and thank you for checking out this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. Let's recap my game from Friday. I was out at Eagle Stadium in Allen for uh, another year at the Tom Landry Classic. This one headlined by uh, a very high-profile showdown between two of the uh, two of the top programs in the uh, in the state, for that matter. Uh, Allen versus Cedar Hill. Um, you know. Lots of lots of questions surrounding what to make of this Allen team coming into the season, and just kind of getting a, uh, you know, just talking with some of the more diehard fans of Allen. Certainly, some uh, some consistent sentiments of uh, of doubt. There was, um, you know, Allen fans not entirely sure what to make of this team. Perhaps the feeling of uh, of newness and uncertainty, uh, you know, breeds a bit of a a bit of suspicion because there were some Allen fans that were um, were not entirely sure what to make of how Allen would hold up against a uh, a team as formidable as Cedar Hill. So with the uh, with the game in the books, um, outside of the second quarter, this was a game that Allen kind of controlled and was never really in danger of uh, of letting slip away. They end up taking a 41 to 28 victory over the uh, the Longhorns to improve to 1 and 0 on the season. Um, I wrote a big old game story for this one. You can check it out at starlocalmedia.com. As far as just some reactions to uh, to what happened last night at Eagle Stadium, um, I'll just kind of just spitball here. Um, you know, essentially, you know, made made note heading into the season that Allen brings back one starter on defense. Um, granted, that's nothing new. You know, head you know, defensive coordinator Corey Kane, and he's he's used to replacing large senior classes. And somehow, some way, Allen just continues to reload on that side of the ball, um, and not only just maintain a consistent level of play. But maintain that consistency right out of the gates. Um, you know, Allen's defense always seems to, uh, you know, to, they, they never look like a team that is just kind of shaking off the rust, you know, heading into a season. And sure enough, that uh, that really was the case. I mean, you know, you look at the final numbers and sure you'll see that Cedar Hill racked up 423 yards of offense. Um, you know, a little over a third of that came in the fourth quarter when this game was already, you know, a bit out of reach with Cedar Hill down, you know, 21 points and whatnot. Um, I mean, because otherwise it felt like with the exception of a few chunk plays through the year, which, you know what, it's Cedar Hill. They're going to do that to you. Um Allen really, uh, you know, kind of had their way, um, at least controlling the uh, the line of scrimmage with its uh, with their defensive line. Um, their front seven period was, um, you know, was routinely in the backfield pressuring uh, Cedar Hill quarterback Caden Salter. They never really let Cedar Hill's, uh, you know, their prized, uh, you know, do it all skill position threat Quinn Bright ever really, uh, you know, kind of get comfortable. Quinn Bright, um, he finished the game with 11 catches, but just for 70 yards, so not a whole lot, you know, per catch under six and a half yards per catch. Um, they really did a good job zeroing in in pursuit um, and just not letting him, you know, get in space and do his thing. I mean, he's committed to Texas Tech, one of the most electric athletes in the area. Um, you know, and Allen did a good job to, uh, you know, to keep him in check. They had a tougher time containing the deep ball to Cameron Hutchings and whatnot. But otherwise, with the exception of a few chunk plays, I mean, there wasn't really a whole lot to be, you know, to be too disappointed about if you're an Allen fan in regards to how the defense uh, showed out. Um, 
you know, but then you look at uh, kind of how this game materialized. Like I said, outside of the second quarter, because the first half itself was was a little weird. I mean, Allen was Allen came out guns blazing. They jumped out to a twenty-one to zero lead through one quarter, and it looked like they're just on their way to a just a typical Allen blowout. And then Skidder Hill responds with thirteen points in the second quarter. And I mean, there were uh, you know there was there was a few stretches of. of Kind of uh, the first true adversity of the uh, of the season because after Cedar Hill pulls to win the 21-13 about midway through the second quarter, there were three more chances that they had to tie the game up, and two of them saw them get the ball relatively deep in Allen territory. Um, you know, after they cut the uh, cut the deficit to eight points, they immediately force and recover a fumble on the ensuing drive, and were able to advance that ensuing series inside the red zone. They ultimately turned the ball over on downs after, I believe it was Matthew Norman, he broke up a pass on a fade to the end zone to Cam Hutchings um, that kept Allen in front. Um, they get another series to end the half. Um, didn't show a ton of urgency in that drive. Weren't able to make anything of it. Um, and then early in the third quarter, they get a tipped interception and set up shop at the Allen 23. That drive also results in a turnover on downs thanks to back-to-back sacks by Malik Allen and Jaden Healy. So the Allen defense already kind of having its feet, uh, you know, its feet being put to the fire a couple times there, and yeah, to force two turnover, two turnovers on downs on drives that did advance into the red zone. Um, some pretty impressive work, all things considered, from the Allen defense. Um, and then after that, uh, that final turnover on downs, Allen responds with 13 unanswered points to make it 34 to 13 early in the fourth quarter, and that was that was all she wrote. Um, outside of again, like Cedar Hill had its moments, you know, especially um, you know getting. Again, this was an offense that really thrived on the big play last season that was on display on uh, on Friday. You know, each of Cedar Hill's first three scoring drives featured a gain of at least 37 yards. Um, like I said, there were a couple deep balls to Cameron Hutchings that, uh, you know, that they bit Allen with. But otherwise, um, you know, the run game never really got going for Cedar Hill. Like I said, they kept Quinn Bright in check. Um, it, was a, it was a pretty impressive performance for the Allen defense, all things considered. And then on offense, Allen got to display uh, just kind of a a glimpse of a glimpse of kind of like with each contributor getting their moment to shine and just kind of a, an introductory look at what could be in store for um, what at least you know had the uh, has the makings of another very explosive offense for Allen. I mean, heck, just look at the first play from scrimmage for the Eagles. So um, to begin the game, you know, Cedar Hill gets a big return from Quinn Bright. You know, that was his highlight was getting a huge kick return to begin the game that set up Cedar Hill in Allen territory. Cedar Hill marches down into the red zone, misses a field goal. Allen gets the ball at the uh, the twenty yard line, and then. Raylan Sharp, you know, a perfectly timed zone read keeper. He keeps the ball and goes 80 yards for the touchdown. Doesn't even get touched. Um, yeah, saw that, saw that a lot last season. And yeah, he uh, he had the entire uh, Cedar Hill defense baffled on that one. And I mean, his you saw it last year, folks. I mean, you said he's he brings more speed to the quarterback position than anybody that Allen's had since Kyler Murray, um, and he showed flashes of just what he could be capable in that capacity. Um, he finishes the game with 103 rushing yards and two touchdowns on 11 attempts um, through the air. Pretty um, impressive too. 23 for 30. That's over three quarters uh, completion percentage uh, for 319 yards, two touchdowns. Does have two interceptions. Um, you know those touchdowns go the way of. 
one to um to Blaine Green in the second half, and then another one later on to Justin Hall. Um, if you can, just to kind of get an idea as to where um as to how on guard defenses are going to be this season, just with the threat of Raylan Sharp running the ball. If you go to my Twitter feed at mwelchslm and you check out the highlight of that last touchdown pass from Raylan Sharp to Justin Hall, watch the play itself. Um, he kind of uh, after fielding the snap. He, uh, you know, Sharp fakes the run, takes a step forward. He freezes the linebackers for Cedar Hill, and that allows Justin Hall to get wide open down the left sideline. Sharp finds him for an 18-yard touchdown. Um, very, very nice play call, and one that, uh, I mean, yeah, you can just tell it's, there is a, uh, you know, just that was because the defense was that threatened by the prospect of Raylan Sharp running because he is, I mean, he's tough. He's tough to handle. <laughs> um, so yeah, he had a uh, he had a solid game. Um, said there was plenty of Allen receivers that stood out. You know, Blaine Green finishes with seven catches for 85 yards and a touchdown. His twin brother Bryson Green has a big game, four catches for 72 yards. Darian Sherfield, six catches for 77 yards. Um, I mean, Allen let it fly. I mean, they let it fly. They had their moments on the ground. Selden Manning had a had a had a big you know tough hard nosed touchdown run in the in the first half that made it twenty one to nothing. Uh, Fifteen yard run for him. His backup Jordan Johnson got some shine later on in the game with a few big runs in the second half. Um, you know, Allen got contributions from all over, and in the end, they rack up almost 500 yards of offense against one of the more talented defenses that they're going to see. Um, you know, at least through the duration of the regular season. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of Division One talent for Cedar Hill on that side of the ball, and um, and Allen. You know, they, they moved the ball at times fairly effortlessly. Um, it was pretty impressive. Sharp was really well. I mean, he did really well making plays on the run. You know, fitting throws into some pretty tight windows uh, for his first ever varsity start in a uh, in a pretty high profile one at that. Um, I mean, Sharp played lights out. He was named the offensive MVP of the Landry Classic. Uh, let's see on defense, uh, Zaytik McGee got the defensive MVP honor for. Um, you know, he had a uh, you know he had a a sweet interception. They tried to uh, you know Cedar Hill tried to go deep in the uh, in the second half through to double coverage. McGee goes up and comes down with that pass. It was a very very nice pick by Zaytik. He got the defensive MVP award. Um, let's see other stuff. Um, some stuff though on both sides to uh, to kind of clean up. This was a very penalty-heavy game. Uh, 12 flags thrown on Cedar Hill for 120 yards. Allen got flagged 10 times for 88 yards. I mean, hey, you'll remember back to last year, you know, even when Allen was, you know, just churning its way through the regular season, there was a a stretch of games where Allen routinely got up into the double digits um, for penalties. So, um, hey, they're one for one this season. Um, Nevertheless, um, there were also... It kind of a you know an issue that I haven't really seen cropped up you know too much with Allen teams over the years. There were a few snapping issues. Um, Allen had um, at least four low snaps that were well off target for Sharp. Um, and when you factor in that Allen operates out of the shotgun entirely, um, it means you're automatically being set up for a significant loss if there is a, a low snap or a high snap and whatnot. So something for Allen to you know to 
go back to the drawing board for there. Uh, turnovers were a bugaboo for Allen, despite the fact that they despite the fact that they won by double digits. They still do finish minus two in the turnover column. Uh, there were two picks. One was a uh, just a spectacular interception by uh, Cedar Hill defensive back Jalen Peoples. Um, it looked like it was going to be a touchdown pass to I believe it was to Blaine Green um, in the uh, in the second quarter um, and I got to go back and just watch the replay again because somehow it was a uh, you know it was an end zone fa- it was a uh, you know a, a deep ball down the sideline that Green looked to have come down with and then out of nowhere Peoples comes up with the ball a very very uh, you know acrobatic interception by him to rest the ball back to the uh, to the Longhorns and um, and then there was a tip pick to begin the second half um, and then there was a fumble lost there in the second quarter as well so Allen commits three turnovers in the loss a high number for them for sure um, but again to still come away with the double digit victory they were up by 21 points in the fourth quarter despite um you know the takeaways. So it um, it ultimately didn't really damage the bottom line for them. Um, And then, of course, like I said, there were some big plays they gave up, but that could very well be a symptom of Cedar Hill more than anything. Like I said, the Longhorns have a lot of, a lot of speed and athleticism um, just all throughout that, uh, all throughout that offense. And I said, Cameron Hutchings in particular had a, had a big game catching some deep balls against the Allen secondary. Um, Let's see. Otherwise, um, like I said, it was for as many for as many question marks as there were about um you know about this Allen team and just the lack of experience and how young they were um, to just come out of the shoot and pick up a win over um, a team that was ranked among the very best in the area and among the best in the state like Cedar Hill and to do so in fairly convincing fashion. Like I said, this was a 21 point game in the uh, in the fourth quarter. Um, that should at least for one week allay some of the uh, some of the concerns of the uh, of the Allen Eagle faithful. Um, doesn't get any easier next week though. They do have a very uh, very tough one on deck. An opponent that uh, Allen fans are uh, certainly not all too familiar with as they welcome Dickinson from uh, from down south to uh, to Eagle Stadium. Uh, Dickinson they uh, they had their way with George Ranch in their opener. Won that something to the tune of like fifty one to fourteen, something like that. Um, they got a lot of experience back from a team that won ten games last season and advanced a couple rounds deep in the playoffs. Um, they did lose to state champ uh, Galena Park North Shore in the second round. Um, no shame in that, obviously. Um, it should be a, a very worthwhile test for Allen as they, uh, like I said, between Cedar Hill and Dickinson on paper, you can argue this is the toughest one, two stretch that Allen has had to begin the season in quite some time. Um, should be a, a fun test for the Eagles, but nevertheless, yes, Allen one and oh, after a 41 to 28 victory over Cedar Hill, uh, you can check out my game story at starlocalmedia.com. I'll have some video highlights to go along with that as well. Um, later on in the weekend, folks. Otherwise, hey, uh, that'll be it for this edition of the, uh, this rapid reaction edition of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast. We'll be back next week to recap um, just all of the, uh, the fun little happenings in week one. Hope you guys enjoyed uh, wherever your, uh, your high school football loyalties took you this, uh, this very first week. Uh, folks, you enjoy your, uh, your holiday weekend at that, and I will talk to you all later. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than starlocaljobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. 
But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.